A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Achtung Millwall supports the Lions Food Hub. This is a friendly local food hub. It's based in Bermondsey. It's run by our very own Kelly Webster of the Mill Lionesses, a very well-known Millwall fan. They do need supplies, dear listeners. Before we get into the show today, they have posted they need tinned meat, they need toiletries, they need soup, they need tin fruit and veg. If you can help in any way, they are on Twitter, at Lions Food Hub. DM them. You can DM me at Actong Millwall and I will pass on any help and information that we can. Lions Food Hub at Lions Food Hub. Thank you for listening. Now back to the show. You're listening to Actong Millwall, broadcasting from the beautiful South Birmingham. Set no substitute. Hello, dear listeners. Welcome to an impromptu edition of Achtung Millwall. Impromptu because my eye was caught earlier on today by a tweet by Portsmouth Football Club um, advising from Thursday, Kenny Jackett, our former manager, will not be in attendance at matches or training sessions. Um, This is in relation to a medical procedure of some sort that's going to leave him needing a short period of rest and recuperation. And there's a follow-up message here from the club from Millwall and, and many fans for that matter wishing our former manager, Kenny, all the best and a, and a get well soon, which I want to join, and I'm sure you do too, dear listeners. Um, Kenny Jackett is still very highly thought of at the day. Now, manager, of course, between 2008 and 13, he took us from the depths of, um, you know, the, the third division, League One in modern parlance, to a high point, of ninth in the championship, that was via, of course, the, uh, the the second playoff final, two playoffs finals in succession. The second one, the triumph at Wembley of 2010, goal scored by Paul Robinson. A wonderful, wonderful day, wonderful moment to be a Millwall fan. Um, and of course, the tw- the FA Cup semi final in 2013. Um, after which, having secured survival uh, in in the championship, he decided it was time to move on. Um, I think Kenny Jackett's legacy at the Den is, is a fine one. I'm sorry to hear that he's in need of some medical um, attention. And I know that um, everyone will join us in, in wishing him all the best. Now, just as a kind of... Um, it, I, I, I thought I'd do this, but I, I didn't want it to sound like an, an obituary. He's, he's still very much with us, and we hope he will be for many years to come. But I thought just as a kind of a tribute to... Um, Kenny Jackett, I would do one of our 
fixtures from the past and, and coincidentally last week I had a show which I didn't do but I thought well this would be a good chance to do it which was a random fixture from the past which was a win for Portsmouth 1-0 over Millwall Athletic dated the 11th of February 1905 um, Kenny of course being the Pompey manager nowadays and I thought it might make us a form of um, tributes uh, probably the wrong choice you know what I'm talking about dear listeners so I thought we'd look at this fixture 1-0 to Portsmouth February 1905 um, there's a report here from the London Daily News only a paragraph I had to do a little bit of research via the Richard Lindsay book to um, get more information about this but anyway London Daily News dated Monday the 13th of February 1905 a one-paragraph report. Poor old Millwall, they say. Poor old Millwall. Portsmouth defeated Millwall at Fratton Park after an interesting struggle by the narrow margin of one goal to nil. Play was quite even at the outset, but even after half an hour's play, a pretty piece of passing, a bit of alliteration there, a pretty piece of passing by the Portsmouth forwards resulted in Lee scoring the only goal of the match for the home side. There was some exciting play near the finish, Millwall making a desperate effort to equalise. But the Portsmouth backs tackled effectively and the home side won as stated. There it is. That's the report that I found on that random fixture. I didn't do it last week. I'm doing it this week because um, I just wanted to um, acknowledge a little bit of um, you know, the, uh, the link between ourselves and Portsmouth, perhaps. The Mill team playing in, in Pompey that day in 1905, 116 years ago. Mill team that day was Joyce in goal, Tiny Joyce, backs of McLaren and Stevenson. That would be General Stevenson, one of our featured um, heroes of the past that we did with Neil Fissler during the summertime. Um, the midfield half-back line, I suppose you'd call it in the old the old parlance, looks like two McLeans. I'm going to do some more research on these two players. I didn't choose them for this show. R. McLean and J. McLean and a player called Blythe across the, the midfield. Then the front line is Bradbury, Maxwell, John Calvey, I know his name, Jones, and a player that intrigued me, Hunter, um, on the outside left position, Hunter. Now, I initially wondered whether that would have been our uh, coach, trainer, later manager, Bob Hunter, but it, it wasn't. There was another player, Billy Hunter, who played for the Lions, um, Another Scott, in actual fact, and there's a great website link which I will put in the in the show notes about Billy Hunter, the fascinating character. He played for us for five years, 1904 to 1909. A Scott from um, Alloa, I believe, made 224 appearances for the Lions, well, the Dockers back then, didn't they? And 69 goals. His first game was in a three-nil defeat against West Ham in September 1904 in the Southern League. And the last game, another defeat against Watford, also in the Southern League, and that was in February 1909. Um, today's game, featured game, is also a Southern League fixture against Portsmouth. But Billy Hunter is a fascinating character, and I decided to try and do a little bit of research. There isn't a huge amount on Wikipedia about him, but there is a great link, and I recommend that link. I will stick it in the show notes, as I've said. Um, so Billy Hunter, William Hunter... Born April 2nd, 1885, died in 1937. This is the short Wikipedia link, uh, 
piece. He was a, a Scottish professional football player and a manager. He managed the Dutch national side, an Austrian club called Harkoa, Harkoa Vienna, Swiss club side Lausanne Sports, the Turkish national side, and Galatasaray. As a player, he played for Mill Athletic and Bolton Wanderers. Um, he's not born in Alloy, he's born in a place called Alva, a small village in Scotland. Um, place of death, he passed away in New York City in 1937. He played for us between 1904 to 1909 and went on to play for Bolton Wanderers, 53 appearances for Bolton, 15 goals before an unusual management career um, in taking in the Dutch national side. Hakua Vienna, which is an intriguing name, is a club that um, we'll come back to. Lausanne, Turkey and Galatasaray. So I decided to do a little bit more research. The link in the the uh, Wikipedia piece is to us at a website called scotsfootballworldwide.scot um, and it just gives a great outline of Billy's, Billy's life. Born in Alva, which is in Clackmannanshire, which I think I think is near Glasgow, I believe. Um, he basically it was it was one of life's restless souls. I think it's probably the best way you could um, you could describe him. It was a mining area. His dad was a coal miner. He was one of Bob Hunter, the manager Bob Hunter, as against Bill here, Billy. Um, he's one of his Scottish recruits. He was well known, Bob Hunter, for going back home and picking up players of talent and bring them back to Millwall where they would, you know, hopefully go on to, to make their names. Um, he learned his craft at Millwall, it says here, as a forward in over 150 games and 43 goals. The figure that I quoted there was the one from Richard Lindsay's book, which is 224 appearances and 69 goals. That would include Western League fixtures as well as Southern League. The Western League was a kind of... Um, Second competition, very strange back then. They had the Southern League as the main competition. The Western League was um, a parallel league that we played in, in tandem with the Southern League. Very strange. And, you know, it wasn't even a reserve league. It was um, pretty much the same first choice 11 that played in the Southern League, also played in, 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 the, uh, in, in, in the Western League. But Billy Hunter, uh, I'll put a picture of him online because I think he's a fascinating character. Um, he played for the Lions prior to the First World War. During the First World War, little is known of his whereabouts. It's believed he went back to Scotland, possibly, possibly um, worked in mining, which was a um, protected industry during, during wartime. After the end of hostilities in 1918, he basically travelled the world looking to make a, a career out of, um, out of the game. It's... Um, Back then, British coaches were highly prized, and so it was that he got a, a job coaching the Dutch national side in the immediate aftermath of the First World War. And then, as we've said already, he'd go on to Turkey and so on. Um, he went to America. His life would end in the USA um, in, the 19, in 1937, where there was an effort at that time, as there have been repeatedly over the years, to try to ignite the game in the US and this was one such period the 1930 there was an effort at trying to establish a, a professional game in the USA and Billy would have gone there in searching for um, you know searching for a career in management coaching whatever he could get, get there um, it didn't work out 
football soccer was um, struggling against the major established sport, which then would have been baseball in the US. The rising sport would have been American football, as we call it, and soccer didn't take off. Um, his life would end in him living in Queens in New York, working as a petrol pump attendant, apparently. Um, and by 1937, just to quote the website, still living in New York, he was dead. Aged just 51, and as it puts it here, another Scot never to return to Scotland. Um, a great, um, a, a great character, well worth a read. I'm going to put the, uh, the the link on the website on the show notes. Too much to read out in one go here, but Billy Hunter, who played for the Lions in this particular game, great character, well worth a read. Incidentally, um, a name that caught me caught my eye there was the, the club that he played for in Vienna, Harkowa, who I hadn't heard of. I don't know if you've heard of them, dear listener. I hadn't heard of them. Um, they were a Jewish side playing in Vienna prior to um, the Second World War. Dissolved in 1938, this club, Harkowa. Harkowa means um, strength in Hebrew. And their club badge featured the Star of David with an H in the middle of it for the Hakuan name of the club, playing in blue and white halves, similar to Blackburn Rovers style um, strip, set up by a pair of um, Austrian Zionists living in Vienna in 1909, a cabaret librettist, Fritz Lerner, and a dentist, Ignaz Kuhner. Um, influenced by um, a doctrine so called muscular Judaism, a, a, a kind of a um, an idea of um, pride in in um, you know in, in in the Jewish faith and so on. So they set this up as a as a Jewish um, sports club in in, in a nutshell. Um, and obviously, come the the latter part of the nineteen thirties, and then the Anschluss with with Germany, Nazi Germany in nineteen thirty eight. The Club will be dissolved, and um, players um, would meet whichever whatever fate would, would come their way in the aftermath of that. Um, Billy played there in nineteen or managed there rather uh, in nineteen twenty four. A long way short of that, but obviously, the years preceding the creation of the Third Reich were years of ferment in Central Europe, especially in Austria, Hakua, Vienna. Have a look on, on Wikipedia. It's, it's an interesting read, in my humble opinion. So there we are. That's the fixture that I picked out there. Millwall 1, Portsmouth Mill, featuring Billy Hunter. A Millwall player, 1904 to 1909. 224 ups and 69 goals for us. A fascinating character. On a total tangent, because... I do the I I I find that if I if I do these shows on my mind wanders and leaps around when I'm looking, especially at these old newspapers. Um, there was a, a story when I was just doing a search for the for the fixture in February 1905. Um, the Millwall murder, and son's tragic story. Uh, this is dated 18th of Feb in the London Daily News again. It was a bit of a tabloidy kind of newspaper. It featured sport. The London Daily News, and it seems to have featured the uh, what George Orwell would have called the classic English murder story. So, this one is the Millwall murder. Um, this is a story of um, sad story of Emily Jane Duncan, latterly aged 40, latterly residing at number 12 Strattondale Road in Cubitt Town, Cubitt Town being the 
um, the, the eastern half of the Isle of Dogs. Um, she was shot by her husband in her bed between 6 and 7 o'clock on Thursday morning um, from whenever this, this paper was published in the, uh, in, on the 18th of February. Um, the husband, not named in this report, I presume that would be because he was a suspect and maybe had some kind of legal protection in his name. He's not named in this in this police account. Uh, the, London, the husband is a night watchman and he shot him with a revolver. Before turning the revolver upon himself, inflicting a serious wound in his head, the effects of which is now lying in Poplar Hospital. She was actually discovered by her son, aged 11, stepson, uh, Norman Alfred Duncan, who said that his father and mother had been uh, quarrelling. His father had come home the worst for drink and commenced smashing the furniture and bullying his mother. Afterwards, uh, the deceased, uh, Emily, left home for Leicester, taking the baby with her. She stayed in Leicester for a while, came home again another day, and Dad came home again drunk, and that was when the deed was was, was done. So the incident described leaves the, uh, the the suspect for the crime in hospital, so I had to do a little bit of research just to conclude the, um, the story. Um, and two days later, London Daily News carries a short paragraph, Millwall murder, husband dies in hospital. John Duncan was named as the man who murdered his wife, Emily, in Cubitt Town on Thursday morning, and afterward attempted suicide by shooting himself in the head. He died in Poplar Hospital. Duncan was a watchman, 65 years of age. His wife was 30 years his junior and was obliged to leave him because of his cruelty arising out of jealousy. A much younger wife, he's getting jealous. She's also drinking hard, it seems. When she returned home from Leicester on the night before the murder, uh, he entered the house the next day and shot her as she lay in her bed. Um, that story is a total tangent from football, but such are the, um, the intriguing hooks that you find in these old newspapers, these pre-First World War newspapers, in my opinion. So there we have it, dear listeners. Uh, best wishes to Kenny Jacket, as we've said. Wish him well after surgery. The fixture we've chosen was a loss for the Lions, a close loss. 11th of February 1905, Portsmouth 1-0, Athletic nil. The player we chose to look into was the, the fascinating and intriguing character that is Billy Hunter on Total Tangent. We covered the Millwall murder, the, 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 uh, the sad story of Emily Jane Duncan, shot by her husband, John Duncan. I hope you enjoy these kinds of shows, dear listeners. I, I enjoy doing them, I know that much. Um, I hope you enjoy them. Um, they're intended as little, um, you know, tasters in between the other games. So I hope they're, they're, they're little diversions and I hope you enjoy them as such. So thank you for listening to this little piece and we'll be back after the Birmingham game, which has just popped up on my iPad when speaking. It popped up as a reminder, get ready for Wednesday, 7 o'clock with our Northwest Birmingham. Until then, until the next day when we can produce our podcast, it's bye for now, dear listeners. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to Aston Millwall. If you enjoyed the show, please head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a cheeky little review. However, Dexter Millwall, till next time. Uh... 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.